Welcome to Wayne Zion Lutheran Church in Rural Monticello. This is Sunday, August the 27th, 2023, the 13th Sunday after Pentecost. The sermon is by Pastor Wade Reddy. The accompanist is Barb Andreessen. The lector is Diane Temple. Thank you to John and Kathy Harms for sponsoring this week's broadcast in honor of their 47th wedding anniversary. Thank you for joining us today. Welcome to this 13th Sunday after Pentecost. We're so glad to have you with us this morning for worship. Let us begin with confession and forgiveness. You'll find this in the front of your bulletin. Gracious God, we confess that we have sinned in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. Forgive us and give us strength to turn from sin and to serve you in the newness of life. Amen. In the mercy of Almighty God, Jesus Christ was given to die for you, and for his sake, God forgives you all your sins. To those who believe in Jesus Christ, he gives the power to become children of God and bestows upon them the gift of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us sing our Kyrie. You'll find this on page 184. Here he is. 
I'm going to invite the congregation to please rise and the children that we have out there, if you'll help me when we sing glory to God in the highest, if you'll go like this, and peace to God's people on earth like this, okay? So the youth, hands up, and glory to God in the highest, and peace to God's people on earth. Can you do that? All right, here we go. Join with me in the prayer of the day on this 13th Sunday after Pentecost as it's printed in your Celebrate insert. O oh God, with all your faithful followers of every age, we praise you, the rock of our life. Be our strong foundation, form us into the body of your Son, that we may gladly minister to all the world through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Good morning. Our first reading is from Isaiah chapter 51, verses 1 through 6, with the following preface. Just as God, God had called Abraham and Sarah and given them many descendants, so now God offers comfort to Zion. God's deliverance will come soon and will never end. The reading. Listen to me, you that pursue righteousness, you that seek the Lord, Look to the rock from which you were hewn and to the quarry from which you were dug. Look to Abraham your father and to Sarah who bore you. For he was but one when I called him, but I blessed him and made him many. 
For the Lord will comfort Zion. He will comfort in all her waste places and will make her wilderness like Eden, her desert like the garden of the Lord. Joy and gladness will be found in her, thanksgiving and the voice of song. Listen to me, my people, and give heed to me, my nation, for a teaching will go out from me and my justice for a light to the peoples. I will bring near my deliverance swiftly. My salvation has gone out and my arms will rule the people. The coastlands wait for me and my arm, they hope. Lift up your eyes to the heavens and look at the earth beneath. For the heavens will vanish like smoke, the earth will wear out like a garment, and those who live on it will die like gnats. But my salvation will be forever, and my deliverance will never be ended. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Psalm 138, beginning with the refrain. reading this morning is from Romans chapter 12 verses 1 through 8 with the following preface. In response to God's merciful activity, we are to worship by living holistic, God-pleasing lives. Our values and viewpoints are not molded by the time in which we live, but are transformed by the Spirit's renewing work. God's grace empowers different forms of service among Christians, but all forms of ministry function to build up the body of Christ. The reading. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, 
which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds, so that you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. For by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think of yourself more highly than you ought to think, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. For as in one body we have many members, but and not all the members have the same function, so we, who are many, are one body in Christ, and individually we are members one of another. We have gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, prophecy in proportion to faith, ministry in ministering, the teacher in teaching, the exhorter in exhortation, the giver in generosity, the leader in diligence, the compassionate in cheerfulness. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our service continues on page 188 in the front of your hymnal. I invite us to rise for the singing of the gospel acclamation. According to St. Matthew, the 16th chapter, glory to you, O Lord. I invite you to be seated for the reading of the gospel. Now when Jesus came into the district of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, Who do people say that the Son of Man is? And they said, Some say John the Baptist, others Elijah, still others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. He said to them, But who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered, you are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered him, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father in heaven. And I tell you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not prevail against it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth, you will bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth, you will be loosed in heaven. Then he sternly ordered the disciples not to tell anyone that he was the Messiah. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. I invite uh, the children to come forward at this time. If you'll be so kind and do that. And while they're doing that, if the adults want to grab a Bible in the pew somewhere there, let me hand this out. And we'll go like this. And come on up here and have a seat. You'll understand why I, hand, I handed a Bible to you. And so uh, don't be shy. Come on up. We're friends. We're friends. And so today... We have, well actually, each Sunday that we gather, we sing the psalm. And so I want to do this exercise for those who have your Bible and those in the uh, 
uh, congregation who have your Bibles, I want you to take your Bible and be very, very careful. I want you to open it up exactly in the half mark, but don't count the pages. Just, just go like this. Can you do that for me? Go ahead and open it up halfway through, halfway through. Okay, what did you land on, Connor? Do you know what it is? He landed on Proverbs. What did one of you land on? Psalms. What, what was the other one? Ecclesiastes. Let's see what we landed on over here. Psalms. Proverbs. Isn't it interesting, and I teach our conferments uh, this, to find our way through the Bible very quickly. We can cut it in half, and typically we'll land in the Psalms. Then if we cut it in half again, we'll end up in the Gospels on the right-hand side. But I want to share with you that uh, the Psalms are songs. And so the Bible contains a songbook right in the middle of it. Now, it's interesting. These songs are songs of the heart. And so there's heart language in these. And uh, I have found this book called The Psalm Book. It's put up by Spark. I found it in our library. And I'd like to share with you a couple of songs. And you can close your, your Bibles up and you can set them down. Great. Thank you for doing that. Have you, do you ever uh, feel thankful at times in your life? Thankful? When might be one of those times that we feel thankful in our lives? Any ideas? When would you feel thankful? Maybe you feel thankful at birthday time, right? When you're kind of at the center of things and we celebrate. Yes, what else? Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. That would be a very good time to feel very thankful. Christmas. And Christmas time. <laughs> Absolutely. And Halloween. Those are all wonderful times to feel thankful. And so here's Psalm 113. And it's, you are wonderful, and it's a song that's sung to God. All the songs are sung to God. And here it is. You deserve our thank yous when the sun pops up. You deserve our woes when the sun slides down. Morning and night, in light and darkness, right now and forever, you are wonderful. What is beyond the stars and the planets, the black holes, the swirling galaxies, only you, God, you are bigger than our dreams and as close as our breath. You come to the sad and the lonely, to those who say there is no hope. You turn their stories right side up. You give them joy and friends and courage. You are a miracle worker, Lord. Psalm 113. Are there times when you feel sad? and things just don't go well. Maybe you got hurt. Maybe your uh, feelings got hurt. What might you do when that happens? Anybody cry? Yeah, we all cry at times, right? It's healthy to let our tears fall. Here's a Psalm 22. When tears fall, and this is a song that's sung to God, sung to God with these words. God, why aren't you with me? I look for you everywhere, and I don't see you nearby. All day my tears fall. I can't hear your voice, God. The night is quiet, and I cannot sleep. But even in the quiet and even in the night, you are bigger than sadness or fear. My Lord, my friend, 
You won't leave my side. I'm strong when you're here all day and all night. Is there another, um, another psalm? Uh, when you go off to school, um, you hope that someone is watching out for you, right? And so here's a song about God watching out for us. This is Psalm 121. And uh, I'll read it to you. My eyes look up higher than the mountains and the hills, asking, Who will help me? My help comes from you who made everything, the sky and the earth. You won't let me fall. You stay awake and by my side. And while I sleep, you never close your eyes. You are my great night light. You ever thought of God as your night light? I will trust you. You are my God who watches over me forever. And here's another psalm. So we've had a thank you psalm. We've had a, a fearful, a crying psalm. We've had one where God is watching over. And this one is to provide us guidance as we go through our day. And so listen to this psalm, 23rd Psalm. I love the words that are in this book. Like a shepherd, Lord, please lead me. Like a sheep, I need your guidance too. Lead me to quiet waters and green grass where I can play. And when I'm in a dark and scary place, watch over me, see me through. It comforts me to know that you will always keep me safe. Put your blessings over me, Lord, and shower me with your grace. That way I have goodness and mercy with me all the times because you are my guide in life. I will always be in your care. What do you see on this page? What do you see? Sheep. Sheep and a shepherd. And who do you think the shepherd is? God. Yes. God. Okay. Well, let's let's have let's um have a quick prayer, shall we? Lord God, thank you for putting in the middle of this Bible songs that speak from our hearts. And may we sing praises to you and know that when we're lonely, that you are there to be with us, to guide us, and to bring us along in this life. For we know that Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Little ones to him belong, they are weak, but he is strong. Yes, Jesus loves me, yes, Jesus loves me, yes, Jesus loves me, the Bible tells me so. Amen. Let's give him a hand. You can go on back. Oops, you dropped something there. There you go. Okay. Well, one of the things that uh, Barb and I have been doing, experimenting with, is this summer, if you've noticed, we've been singing the, the psalms or the songs that are found in the Bible. And I thought it would be fitting if we just take a little bit of time and visit that. And so I think about today's psalm, and if we couple it with the Old Testament, it just doesn't fit. It just doesn't fit. We think about what's going on in Isaiah, and he's bringing the word from God to the people who have been exiled, which means they have been moved, they have been taken, for example, from Anamosa, 
in Monticello, and they've been transplanted to Kansas City. They know nothing. They, they do things different there. Or they were transplanted in Arizona, and they're not happy over the heat. Or they've been transplanted in New York City, can you imagine? I was just talking to Julie and Bob. They just got back from New York. What a wonderful trip. But can you imagine standing downtown Monticello or Anamosa, and the next thing you're standing downtown among those big buildings, and, and people are just moving around fast. These poor Israelites have been taken from their home and transplanted in another location against their wishes. Are they thankful? And it's been a long time. Lord, aren't you going to hear my prayer, my supplication? Here I am. And our psalm for today started out with these words. I will give you thanks, O Lord, with my whole heart. And so what I'd like to share with you is that if we were to take all 150 songs or psalms, you would find that 39 of them, 39 of them are laments, meaning they are sad and crying to God, and only 12 are thanksgiving psalms. So I want you to do this. I want you to pick up your pew Bible, and I want you to turn to page... 860, page 860, 860. Now there's assignment here, so let's pick up as many pew Bibles as we can. And on page 860, this side of the congregation is going to read verses 1 through 7, okay? 1 through 7 of, of Psalm 25, okay? This side of the church is going to read Psalm 15 through 22, 15 through 22, Psalm 25, okay? And I'll read it along with you. Are we ready? In you, Lord my God, I put my trust. I trust in you. Do not let me be put to shame, nor let my enemies triumph over me. No one who hopes in you will ever be put to shame. But shame will come to those who are treacherous without cause. Show me your ways, Lord. Teach me your paths. Guide me in your truth and teach me. For you are God my Savior and my hope is in you all day long. Remember, Lord, your great mercy and love for they are from of old. Do not remember the sins of my youth and my rebellious ways. According to your love, remember me. For you, Lord, are good. Now, I want you to read this um, verses 15 through 22, seven verses, but you've been in exile for a very long time. And so you're going to share this with some feeling besides just reading the words. Okay, are you ready? Here we go. My eyes are ever on the Lord, for only he will release my feet from the snare. Turn to me, be gracious to me, for I am lonely and afflicted. Relieve the troubles of my heart and free me from my anguish. Look on my affliction and my distress and take away all my sins. See how numerous are my enemies and how fiercely they hate me. 
guard my life and rescue me. Do not let me be put to shame, for I take refuge in you. My integrity and uprightness protect me, because my hope, Lord, is in you. Deliver Israel, O God, from all their troubles. A song of lament. Israel has been struggling. And Isaiah was chosen by God to bring God's message to the people. And so Diane read from Isaiah. The prophet Isaiah speaking God's word to God's people. And it starts out, if you happen to have your reading close by, it starts out with, listen. Listen to me. So the Lord is, listen to me, those who are preservers of righteousness, those who are seeking the Lord, those who have been faithful. And there are many in Israel who have remained faithful. It wasn't because of they're not being faithful that they ended up in this strange place but it was the whole lot the whole church was delivered out of their homeland and into this foreign place and the Lord says this to Isaiah tell the people hold fast to your faith I want you to look to Abraham and Sarah remember what God had promised in their old age and remember that God delivered God blessed Abraham and made him a great nation upon the earth so that he could be a blessing to others. God did this out of mercy and love for goodness sake. Now listen and look. The Lord will provide you comfort and restore the joy that you once had. Will restore your joy and your gladness. Hang on to your faith in God who brings comfort. Comfort, that's an important word. It means to make a new life possible. As the Lord comforted Abraham and Sarah long ago, a new creation. Then after this, if you take a look at Isaiah 51 and skip over to the second column, you hear the message repeat itself. It repeats with God's assurance, listen, listen to me. I want you to know I have heard you. I have never left your side. I have always been here. And I have something to say. I am your strong arm of deliverance and salvation. It is God's doing. It is his nation. It is God's justice, a light to the peoples. God will deliver swiftly and save and govern, but not only this. Look to the heavens. See the stars and how magnificent they are. Look at the earth and all that is in it. What you're seeing is temporal, and one day it will vanish from your sight. But I have one more thing to share. My salvation, says the Lord, will be forever. My deliverance will never end. As I took a look at this passage, it brought my mind to the hill of Golgotha. I think of the Israelites. They are seeing a dead end. Life is miserable. 
They can't even take time to worship their God. And then I go to the hill of Golgotha, outside of Jerusalem, where Jesus is being crucified, and there is a criminal, both on his right and on his left. And one of those criminals speaks to Jesus, and he says, Lord, Remember me when you come into your kingdom. That one criminal had more faith than all of Jesus' followers when we think about it. And I know that today the gospel lands on Peter, and I want to talk about that a little bit. But we know about Peter, right? Last week we read about him coming out of the boat walking towards Jesus, and then all of a sudden he took his eyes off the Lord and he sank and Jesus pulls him into the boat. You remember Peter was the one who denied Christ one, two, three times before his trial. I do not know the man. I swear I do not know him. By all appearances, the kingdom was finished for the criminal. His eyes would only stare out from that cross a little while longer. And Abraham and Sarah, they saw no way in having a child. Matter of fact, Sarah figured out another way to do it. Like Israel in exile, they saw no way out from their unfaithfulness. And it is so awe-inspiring that this man on the cross had so much faith. The same holds true for the Canaanite woman. Remember from last week that Pastor Lynn walked us through this Canaanite woman who said even the dogs eat from the tables of their masters and how much faith that she had and it was her faith that saved her. The Lord promised deliverance and salvation to the faithful criminal. For Jesus said, truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. Today's gospel is at the beginning of the third and final movement in Matthew's gospel. It could be given a subtitle that says the Messiah obediently submits to death. And it begins with Peter's confession. But it appears not to be Peter's alone. Peter speaks what God has revealed to him in his heart. God has chosen Peter to be the recipient of the fundamental revelation of who Jesus is. Just as God revealed at Jesus' baptism, this is my beloved son, he has put this into Peter's heart to recognize Jesus as the Messiah, the son of the living God. And then Jesus points out, Peter's blessing. This could not have come from human flesh. God has chosen him to reveal this truth about who Jesus is. In Jesus' words, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father in heaven. And I tell you, you are Petro. You are Peter which means rock, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not prevail against it. And then gave him the keys to heaven, a faith-filled heart. 
If there is anything that I want you to remember from today and, and the message that I share with you, this is it. This is it. God's church is built on the gift of faith planted in you by God in the hearts of all people. Faith. God's church is built on the gift of faith planted by God in the hearts of humankind. It is not brick and mortar, but it is the heart where you will find the kingdom of God here on earth and nowhere else. And it is here from the heart that we give thanksgiving. And we return to the psalm for today, 138. I will give thanks to you, O Lord, for you with, to you with my whole heart. The gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. share the affirmation of our faith as is found in the Apostles' Creed. I invite the congregation to please rise and you'll find this on page 105 in the front of your hymnal. I believe in God the Father Almighty, 
creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. You may be seated. Confident that God receives our joys and concerns, let us offer our prayers for the church, those in need, and all of creation. God of Sarah and Abraham, inspire your church to pursue righteousness in its ministry. Equip us to share your compassion that unites us as one family of faith. Hear us, O God. Remind us that from the beginning of creation, you knit together a world meant for harmony. Protect and restore the wasted places to joy and gladness. Hear us, O God. Stir the leaders of nations and towns, militaries and courts to respond to your teachings. Let your call of justice reach all people and bring deliverance where there is oppression. And Lord, we remember the sons of this congregation who serve to bring protection for all in the military. We lift before you Ben Harms, Trevor Owen, Dustin Starnes, and Spencer Hansen. And we offer special prayer of thanks for David Frankfurt, who has now ended his military career and uh, safely did so. Be with him and bestow upon him the next direction with his life. Hear us, O God. Show us your steadfast love and faithfulness to those in despair. Increase their strength. Care for all who feel low. Keep safe any in the midst of trouble and protect vulnerable from harm. Lord, we lift before you our dear friends in Maui, 388 people still unaccounted for. And Lord, for this terrible, tragic, hateful killing that took place yesterday in Jacksonville, Florida, where three victims lost their lives and were fatally shot, and the gunman turned the gun on himself and killed himself. Lord, we ask why. And for those in this congregation who seek wholeness and healing, we lift before you Alfreda Tobiasen, Linda Siebels, Teresa and Engelbart, Kalinda Stadmuller, Sandy Jensen, Dick Meyer, Lynette Mork, Tom Boken, Samantha Putz. And Lord, we remember Brenda Smith, George's niece, who serves as a missionary in Africa. For all of these, Lord, hear us, O God. Encourage those who suffer, or excuse me, who offer their gifts and talents and service to your church. Energize this congregation's rostered and lay leaders, musicians and teachers and greeters and administrators so that they may transform in sharing your grace with one another. Hear us, O God. God of all the saints, death is overcome in Christ's resurrection. We rejoice with the faithful departed. Sustain us in hope until we come at last 
to your heavenly home. Hear us, O God. Into your hands, O God, we commend all for whom we pray. In the name of the one who reconciled all of creation to himself, Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. The peace of Christ be with you always. We received this morning's offering, and I'll invite the children to come forward. We're still collecting for LSI, and this goes to help children of Iowa in special ways. Blessed are you, O God, maker of all things. Through your goodness, you have blessed us with these gifts, ourselves, our time, and our possessions. Use us in what we've gathered in feeding the world with your love through the one who gave himself for us, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. You may be seated. Um, okay. Just taking a look at uh, your announcements, we do have a couple of meetings taking place with parents today. At 10.15, I'll be meeting with our parents, and again at 7.15, and they know they can come to one of the, these meetings, and we'll be talking about our confirmation program. It's moving from a Sunday morning to a Wednesday afternoon, and I want to give them a glimpse of what the students will be observing and participating and learning about with regards to Luther. This is the semester in which we'll be teaching who is Martin Luther and what is Lutherism? How do I understand all of that? Then at uh, 4.30 today, I'll be meeting with parents uh, to talk about, for our high schoolers, to talk about the youth gathering uh, that will take place in New Orleans. Now the unfortunate thing, as I just learned through one of our families, is that the youth gathering is happening the same time as the Great Jones County Fair. And so that might uh, forfeit some of our students from going. So in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, I want everyone to have a, an experience. So I don't know what that means, but I would like to know if you can't go because of the Jones County, and would you be willing to go if we had an alternative? And so we need to explore that. And so that's what we're going to talk about at the 4.30 meeting, too. Uh, I had no idea that they both landed on the same week, which is really unfortunate, because we have so many kids that are involved with showing at that particular time. So uh, I might have a follow-up meeting and finding out how many kids it forfeits them going to the national gathering. So we can continue to have that dialogue. Hey, church registration's right around the corner for our Sunday school program. And uh, it would be good for our conferments as well, just to stop by, register, make sure we've got all the information up to date uh, so we can put it in Servant Keeper. So registration will take place on September 10th, starting at 10 a.m. Uh, right after the service, we'll go and we'll start doing registration for Sunday school and confirmation. And then we have our ice cream social. And uh, last week we heard from Diane that it's coming up. Thank you for those who stepped forward to help out with uh, uh, gathering things for that event. 
and uh, Robin Andreessen is kind of our, and Kurt, are kind of our go-to. This is their first time, so we want to be kind and provide them as much help as possible and uh, guide them. And we're so thankful that they are willing to take the baton. And Diane, thank you for passing the baton and carrying it for so many years. We've really appreciated that. Uh, the other thing to share with you, uh, for those who are in uh, uh, confirmation, we do have on September 10th our first Club 25. And thanks to Rick Meyer, he is our guest speaker. who will be sharing with our students why is your faith important to you. Then I noticed that Roland has left and has gone to the choir room. Uh, Roland um, Banderab is taking pictures. Uh, right now we have pre-registered people for today. Uh, I forgot to bring my clipboard. Uh, if you would like to uh, sign up for a picture, you don't have a picture. Here, here's what we hope to do. We want to bring our servant keeper information up. We are going to have uh, anyone who has a picture taken or has already had a picture taken to sign a release form with the hopes that later on we'll be able to print a directory with, with those who are comfortable with their picture and information in that directory. So it's kind of a, it's a two, maybe three phase project, but I thank Roland for, Roland for um, uh, taking that on. He is a professional photographer uh, by trade, and uh, he is volunteering all of this. So we're thankful for that. Uh, anything else? We need lectures. Thank you, Diane, for reading two Sundays in a row. But if we could have others uh, sign up too, and we need bakers. So those are some of the announcements that we have. And are there any other announcements? Yes, Doreen. Thank you. And who is our sponsor for today? And what year? 47. 47? Thank you for sponsoring today's radio broadcast. Thank you. Pastor slips up every once in a while. I didn't bring my whole bulletin. That is so important. I, I want you to know that Alfreda Tobiasen is listening right now. Uh, it won't actually be heard until uh, next Sunday, but she faithfully... As a matter of fact, I had a wonderful visit with Alfreda the other day, and I did a, uh, oral, uh, a uh, voice recording. You're going to hear it uh, maybe on September 10th and talking about being the Sunday school superintendent. I thought it was fascinating as I heard her talk, and I tell you, she is on hospice care, she's losing weight, but she is so connected with her church, she listens uh, to our, our radio broadcast, and when I started talking about, had her talk about her experience as the Sunday school superintendent, I couldn't get out of her house. <laughs> I had to kind of, I, and I hated that, but you'll get to hear that voice recording on September 10th, so just delightful. These people on the prayer list, please keep them uh, in mind. Send them a card. Let them know that you're praying and that kind of thing. Anything else? Anything else? Yes. Two birthday kids here this month. This month? In, yeah, in, in, oh, my. Claire, you have a birthday today? Yeah. All right. Well, you know what we got to do. Uh, happy birthday and anniversary. Uh, can we do it, Barb? Happy birthday and anniversary all in the same? We'll try it, okay. Are you standing up? Okay, good. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, 
she says no singing. I didn't know how to put it in. <laughs> Happy birthday and anniversary. All right, thank you. Wonderful. All right, we have a wonderful uh, social hour planned for you. Um, the uh, free will donation is going to the food pantry. I thank you. I don't know if you all saw the article that made the front page of the Monticello Express. We are low uh, financially, so if you could uh, prayerfully consider giving a gift. And uh, today, thank you to Sophia, who probably is already in there. She said, we're going to give it to the food pantry, so that was great. Well, I invite you to stand and rise and receive this blessing. The Lord Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit bless you now and forever. Amen. Let's sing our sending hymn, 632. Serve the Lord. Thanks be to God. Liturgy, copyright 2021, Augsburg Fortress, all rights reserved. Music and lyrics reprinted with permission under one license, number A-729734, all rights reserved.